so hey you guys welcome back to the podcast it's your girl just drill before i even get into it you guys i have to give a quick disclaimer this is not the podcast for your for your children or the weak or the little snowflakes who get easily offended by everything i say what i mean and i mean what i say if i said it i meant it if you if your feelings are hurt don't know what to tell you sis um but let's go get into this podcast really quick because i really want to get to it and start talking about it um it's something that i take very seriously it's called mental health um and today you guys i'm gonna talk about a lot of stuff from ptsd to being sexually assaulted to certain things just a lot of stuff and if you're a snowflake and you can't take it get off my podcast i may curse i may not curse if you don't like it who gives a fuck um i said what i said i meant what i said and that's what it is period um so before we continue make sure you guys follow me on instagram and twitter at justria j-u-s-t-d-r-i-a underscore underscore make sure you guys follow me on youtube justria just and then Drea, but it's spaced out make sure you guys follow me on snapchat justria 96 make sure you um guys i think that's it oh Spotify podcast Real Talk with Drill or Real Talk with Just Drill on Spotify, but Real Talk with Drill everywhere else. You feel me? Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend, and that's on period pool. Um, so let's go get into this whole thing with mental health. So today, you guys, I want to talk about um, mental health and why it's important. Mental health is very important. A lot of times, a lot of times when people are mentally ill, other people will take advantage of that and abuse them. And you're like, well, what do you mean they'll take advantage of that and abuse them? Like, the doctors are there to help. No, they're not. Um, um, they are not there to help. I know a lot of times they say, oh my gosh, well, they're there to help and they're there to go do this and they're there. No, they're not. You guys, I have been Baker Active, which I did a whole story time on. It's on my YouTube channel, Justria. It's called Story Time I Baker Active Myself. That was done February 2020, you guys. You go check that video out and I will go just watch the whole video. I feel like y'all like it. I think, I think I will. You feel me? Go do that. And it'll tell you, I'll, it'll tell you my experience with the Baker Act and what I personally seen from other people. I had a little bit more favor in there, so I wasn't the one that was being like, because, you know, the Spanish people took a liking to me. Um, so they're not there to help. They push medication. They're there to push medication. A lot of times people think like, oh my gosh, well, they put me on this medication and this is going to help me and this is going to do this. But a lot of time, medication gives doctors kickback. That's why they always try to prescribe you medication. And they never try to give you a natural, holistic way to feel better about yourself. Like, honestly, you guys, like, I'm not trying to push veganism or healthy eating on nobody. I feel like whatever you want to do, you do that. But I can tell y'all, when I went vegan, 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 and like, for real, for real, I literally... Lost so much weight. I was more energetic. Nothing was wrong with me. My mental was strong. I was able to avoid a lot of stuff. Like, especially when I stopped eating practice foods, fast foods, all that stuff. Like, I used to be at the best shape mentally in my mind. Like, even though, like, I had PTSD and traumas and a whole bunch of other stuff going on and a lot of stresses around me. And, like, with the whole working out thing and eating right, like, my whole mind was, like, in a better place. I can tell y'all right now, medication they try to put y'all on is expensive, right? They will, they will prescribe you medication that is, 
and it's like let me go finish this point right here i was like literally like when i was vegan doing all that stuff i was in the best mental space of my whole entire life it's when i stopped doing that it's when i went into this funk of sadness depression and all types of stuff right versus when i was on medication because i have been on both spectrums with no medication medication and being on no medication and um and working out and being healthy versus being on no medication and you know just doing whatever i want to do and then i've been on the spectrum where i was on medication all right so when i was on medical so when i wasn't on medication which recently i was and i'm kind of like doing whatever i need to do now it's kind of harder because i'm not eating healthy like i should you know but yeah you know working on it um yeah work, i'm just working on it but i feel a whole lot better than when i was on medication because when i was on medication other people like you should let them tweak your medication let them with you no 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 tweak my medication for what I was, I was on um, Lexapro, right? It's an antidepressant. People say like, oh, it's an antidepressant. Da, 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 da. It's going to help you with Dutch call. I had PTSD, not depression. That made me suicidal. It made my body limb. It made me sleepy. It made me tired. It made me dizzy. And yes, one day it gave me energy. But the problem most days, I was tired. I didn't have any energy. I didn't have anything else. And I took that whole medication for a whole entire month. And I did not get better. I know some of y'all like, but this not low enough to be taking medication. Guess what? With me being off medication, with me being, with me being off medication, let me go finish this point right because i don't know but it used to be days when i used to want to get up and do certain things and i did not have the drive to do it people like what do you mean you have to like i did not have the drive to get up and do anything with my time or my days it would be really really tough for me it'd be days where i'm like you know what? i want to get up i'm going to go to work i'm going to do this and i was so determined mentally but my body had not shut down due to medication you're like but what about the, uh, the they say they can go no I was on I was on the least amount of I was on the least amount of Lexapro they could possibly give. You can't go no lower than that. When I got off the medication, I felt a lot better. And guess what? I was able to capture my thoughts. I was able to express express how I feel. All I did was just numb my thoughts and how I felt in my emotions, and I was backed up emotionally. And I wasn't able to figure out who I was. There were days where I'd just be out of it. And, and I, I'm, people would just look at me and I'd be like, I'm just out of it. You feel me? And I remember like taking it at work, right? And when I needed to get out of work, because I had seen an ex, right? And I guess he was like treating me, like trying to bully me, right? Or trying to make it seem like I was whatever. So I ended up taking it and I was out of it. I'm telling you, I could not go to work the next day. I was so hurt. I was like, wow. So now this medicine is messing with my money and everything else. And I have to go pay to get it refilled. Alright? So guess what? I'm not I'm never gonna go advocate for medicine, especially when it has so many fucking side effects. Because if you ever see the commercials for these for these medicines that they say that you should take, they say, Oh, take take this such and such and this is and the third. And they say, Oh, if you wanna get your smile back, if you wanna go get do this, you wanna go do that. Ninety percent of the people not even in that episode is not even on that fucking medication. If they on it, 
it's probably one of their good days today that they probably got this going on. And then, and then at the bottom you see side effects. If it's so good for you, why they got so many side effects, and why you can't take it with anything? Because guess what? When I, when I was vegan, or like when I was vegan and working out, I still had PCOS, but I could still get up. I could go still work out. And guess what? It was going away slowly, and it was working out. Everything worked itself out. So no, I'm not a fan of medication. When it comes down to your mental health, they will push you. They will push medicine on you, and they won't tell you, like, look. They won't even give you no real advice. They will set you up with a therapist who really is not, who really, whose only goal is to make money off of you. Because think about it. If I, if you were a doctor or a therapist, you won't make as much money as you thought you possibly could, or you possibly wouldn't make that money. Like I had a therapist tell me, you get me. I had a black therapist before he tried to sleep with me. Um tell me like you're okay he was like you're gonna be all right he was like you just need some alone time to get your thoughts together and the moment i told him i couldn't sleep with him that's when that's that's when we started pushing medication now i really think she need to be medicated i really think she need to be medicated i didn't need to be medicated because I had asked him, I was like, do I have to be medicated? He was like, no. He was like, you just need this and this, that, and the third or whatever. And he was like, he was like, you're fine. He was like, he was like, he was like, yes, you went through something traumatic. And he was like, he was like, but but he was like, the way you're taking it, he was like, you don't need it. But as, and then he thought he was going to get some. When he found out he couldn't get none, then, then now I'm crazy. Then now I need to go be honest. And now I need to go be honest. And now he's pushing for medication when when clearly I was A-OK and I was fine enough to go back to work and be OK. So with that being said, when it comes down to your mental health, get it together. Try to figure out what's the root of the problem. And I'm going to say this right now. As somebody who's done been through so much shit mentally, I'm not, and I can say, like, go to my YouTube channel. Like, if y'all want to know exactly, like, what I've been through or some of the things that I've been through from a child as an adult, go to my YouTube channel, go watch my story times. Because some of this stuff, like, I actually talk about, um, you just have to go through the videos and you will find, like, a whole bunch of stuff that happened that kind of caused me to get into this whole PTSD. I'll talk about when I had SI, suicidal, suicidal identity, whatever, SI, it's called SI, it's a mental thing. Um, just all of this stuff, like, you will see all of that. Like, go to my YouTube channel if y'all want more in-depth on that, you feel me? And it's just your, that's J-U-S-T space P-R-I-A, um go there so now with that being said and me tapping in um when it comes down to your mental health i would say you be your own hero you save yourself when something traumatic happens to you or something cracks you mentally stop and breathe really just stop and breathe be like take deep ass breaths take as many breaths as you need to go take And when I say do it, I'm talking about do it. Breathe. Don't let nobody do nothing to you. Breathe. Don't, don't, don't OD. Don't overreact. Don't go into a shock. Don't do nothing. Breathe. You need to remove yourself from the situation as best way as you possibly can. That's what you need to do. 
try to remove yourself from the situation as best as you can and it may put you in a position where you don't want to be at or a place where you don't want to have to go back at to because i know that a lot of times these things happen and we have this fear like oh i don't want to be homeless or i don't want to be this i don't want to be that but i'm telling you it is a better peace of mind than you possibly ever could have like really is that place that you probably afraid to go to is probably the place that you need to be and I ain't saying just, oh, be out there, be homeless or whatever. But no, like, do what you have to do to get to a place where you can be free and where your mind won't crack even more. Because once it starts to crack, if it continues to crack and crack and crack and crack and crack and crack and crack, and crack you will have soon this big-ass hole that you need to rebuild up in your brain. Your like your mental, like you're gonna have to rebuild your whole mental, and I'd rather you do it at the beginning when the crack is small, where it's just like, yeah, this person did this to me, and this person, whatever, but you ain't sitting there crying about it and falling out and dying over it. So let's go. Next thing, stop and breathe. Next thing after you stop and breathe, you need to get you a vision board. You need to get a vision board of positivity. You need to write you a letter of something that you want somebody to say. You need to go put your name on it. You guys, I have a whole vision board. Like, honestly, I do. And it says, Dear Andrea, I read it almost every other day. Or for the most part, I read it at least half of a month. I try to follow, like, a morning ritual, you guys. I'm trying to get into, like, morning rituals and nighttime rituals, you guys. It's like... It's hard to like try to adopt it in here because you know I'm trying to reorganize my life stuff, but yeah. So it says, Dear Andrea, you are more than enough. You are a great woman, you are beautiful, you are loved, you are your own hero. You will make it through whatever you're going through, and your dreams and goals will be realized. Love you is always XOXO, Andrea, blank, blank, blank. It's my whole government name on that bad boy. And on there is a picture of me and how I see myself. Like, I just, like, I just, like, kind of drew myself. All right? You feel me? <laughs> I drew myself, and I made it look as realistic and as close to me as possible. <laughs> I know I'm not the best draw in the whole entire world, but on there, it has, like, little quotes, like, be your own hero. Like, you're more than enough. You're loved. You're appreciated. It's just a whole bunch of positivity, like... You don't work a job, you are a job. You feel me? Just a whole bunch of stuff to help me get through on those days where 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 mentally I might not be there. You feel me? Or I may not be up to it or ready to, you know, jump, skip, and hop and be this person of interest. And that's just me being honest. Like that's what I have. Make you a vision board. Once you get your vision board together and your letter to yourself, make it colorful, make it bright. Look at it. Because I'm telling you, your words have more power than anything else. If you sit there and say, oh, I have PTSD and I ain't never going to get out of this situation. Your brain is going to go actually do that because everything starts in the spirit first. I know a lot of y'all don't probably going to believe in this, but everything starts in the spirit. Then it goes to the mind and then the body follows. The body's the last thing to follow. So if your spirit and mind are in agreement on something, 
then it's going to be that way. So if somebody cracks your mental, which is your mind, and how you think, or something happens that causes you the process of how you think to go south or left or or whatever it was, and if you and if your spirit, which is your unconscious conscious, says and you speak out loud because just because it's gonna whatever because. How do I explain it? Your spirit is the first thing that gets attacked. So if somebody is showing you abuse of any kind, whether it's one time, two times, three times, however many times they show you abuse, it will break down your spirit. And if they get your mind, then your body will follow. So you might say, oh, I have PTSD or oh, I have depression or oh, da 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 No. I say when I meet people, right? I say I have had PT. I used to have PTSD and depression. I never address it as something that I have anymore because these things are negative emotions. And I know people say, oh, you don't have to be optimist all the time. I'm not an optimist all the time. Like sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes some some sometimes the depression comes up. And sometimes the PTSD comes up. And sometimes a lot of stuff comes up. But I don't let my spirit feel that. Because everything happens in the spirit first, then the mind. And then it's going to follow through my body. If I was to sit there and say, oh my gosh, I have depression. I'm so sad today. The first thing my body's going to do is shut down all its initial initial drive today. Like today, you guys, I have a lot of shit to do today. But right now when I said, oh, I have depression and I'm sad. I don't feel like doing anything today. Like my whole body just like, in those, in those three seconds, let me say all of that shut down. But if I say, today's going to be an amazing day. Today's going to be a great day. Today is going to be a phenomenal day. Today is a great day. I'm going to enjoy myself today. I want to get everything done. And even if I can't get everything done, I'm not going to be so hard on myself. Because I know that I can always do it tomorrow. And it's not really a big deal. And I know you're like, oh, but you're lying to yourself. I'm not lying to myself. Because guess what? What I can and cannot do. Because if I can't do something, I'm not going to sit there and cry about it. I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm not going to be this. I'm not going to be that. I'm just going to say, look, uh... Possibly could have did it. It didn't work out how I thought it was going to work out. Okay, we'll go try again tomorrow, and then we're going to prioritize our day. It's all a spirit thing. And if my spirit agrees with that, then it goes. Like, see, like, I don't know if y'all could... I know y'all not going to be able to feel me. But, but when I say I'm going to have a great day, or I'm going to have a productive day, a lot of stuff is going to get done to that needs to be done. It's like my whole mindset just switches. Like, all right, now we're on go mode. So your words have actual power, but so but the words come from your spirit and your mind. So you need to stop and breathe and analyze everything, right? Get you a vision board, right? Start speaking to the positive because if you speak to the positive, it's going to hit your spirit first. Once it hits your spirit, then it's going to hit your mind. I think it's your mind your body's going to follow through. I'm not saying be a positive person all the time because I'm not a positive person all the time. I'm not always happy-go-lucky. I'm not always like, ha, I'm so happy. Like, I have it all together. No, because I don't always have it together. Like, it'd be certain days where I just really want to sit down and cry for no reason. But I have to tell myself, like I'm not gonna let my depression burn its ugly ass head up and be like ha whatever because I think of my mind as a house and I clean out my house every day and I take and I take out things and I not evict things in my house that don't need to be there like 
And it's certain things that I keep up in my house. So, example, a lot of y'all gonna say, what do you mean you say things that you keep up in your house? Example. Um, example. What's an example? What's an example? Like, like when my PTSD comes from, right? So, a lot of times, um, so I'm gonna talk about the last thing that gave me, like, PTSD. It was just my uncle trying to kill me. I, one point in time, I used to sit there and see him, like, choking me out. And that would be, like, I had to evict that whole image out of my head. So, what did I do? I relived it. You get me? I relived it one last time. And I said, I refuse to feel like this ever again. I refuse to allow myself to get this low to where I have to go bake rack myself. If you want to hear about the story time about why I bake rack myself, it's on my YouTube channel, Jistria. That's J-U-S-T-D-R-I-A. On YouTube, it's just Gia spaced out, you guys. <laughs> go there. Um, so yeah, let's go. Um, with that or whatever, um, I want to say, like, I evicted that whole thought that, like, I evicted that emotion away from it, and I took. Because at the time when it happened, I felt like, oh, this is my fault, you know? Like, it's like I could avoid this, you feel me? Like, but I realized that it wasn't me. I analyzed the situation. I said, yeah, we was arguing. But at the end of the day, I never put my hands on him. I never disrespected this man verbally first. I never attacked him. I never did anything to him. All I did was try to love him. And it is what it is. And I said, it is what it is. So that is just something that I know happened, but I don't let it get me down to the point where I'm just like, <sighs> I can't believe he did this to me. Like, because that what took me to the place of a Baker Act. My experience with the Baker Act, I don't want to say it was awful, but I also don't want to say that it was like, ah, oh, amazing as well, because it wasn't. <laughs> it was like, it was like, ah, right, it is what it is. And... I was, and I told myself, I said, I never want to allow anybody or anyone to put me in a position to be here again. And I remember when I was in there, I met this little Spanish girl. I forget her name. Ah, Emily, I think it was. Emily or Amy something. And we were sitting down, we were talking, and I said, and I said, look, when I was in there, because when I was in there, even though I was going through it, my spirit wouldn't let me quit on myself. (laughs) It just wouldn't. Like, I like to think of my spirit as a fighter. So, my whole spirit was like, we're not going to do this. We're going to fight, right? So, when we'd be in a circle, I would sit there and I would talk to, like, not even in a circle, but just, like, in general. Like, I would sit there and I would go talk to them, right? She was teaching me a little bit of Spanish. She gave me a book that she had to read. She left it for me. And I never read it. The reason why I never read it is because when I came back home, I had to, like, face reality. Ugh. It is what it is. It was. It is what it is. It was what it was. Um. And I remember I told her, I said, look. She was like, this is, like, my third time coming here. And I could see she was defeated. But my spirit wasn't fit. I said, girl, pick her up. And I'm not saying that I'm better than her or nothing. So, I don't want to. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, but you. No. We was in the same place. So, it was my first time being there. And I said, look, I said, this happened to me. And I said, I know you feel like this and you feel like blah, but you have a son. And you are a mother. 
And I said, look, as a mother, I know it's hard, especially when you got to go deal with this. But I said, look, I said, do you like being here? She was like, no, I hate it. And then she was like, she was like, they drug you out. It's look, say, push your medication, push your medication. And, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff, right? She was like, you're lucky. You don't have to take any medicine. She was just really going in, right? So I was, so we were talking and I said, look, I said, let's make an agreement to never have to come here unless we really, 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 really have to come here. I said, let's make a promise that we're never going to get people the power to put us in a position where they live in their best life and we up in here stuck. Because guess what? They were still living their life. Like you over here having a whole mental breakdown, right? We both up in here mad as hell. They out there eating ice cream, getting to stay up as late as they want to stay, not having to be forced to take medication, not being forced and treated like a prisoner or a slave of the state, getting abused verbally, drugged out, having to see all types of crazy stuff. Ain't nobody got you on the schedule where you like, no, like they out there living their best lives. And I said, let's make a pact to never have to get to this point where we have to be here. Like the only time I want to be here is if I'm visiting somebody. And that's for them to get better, not because I put them in that position. So, yeah. Get your shit together. Because I can tell you, a mental institution is no place that you want to be at. Like, honestly, I use that dark place to push me. But whenever I feel like I'm up. Like, I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. I say, am I really finna lose my mind? Like, is this worth me going back to the place I said I never wanted to go back to? That ain't it. Mm-mm, not at all. That's not it. I don't care what nobody say. You don't want to be there. That's not a place that you want to be at. It's not a place where you want to be breathing and hoping like oh man this is lovely because there's nothing lovely about it it's not um what point was I on yeah the whole vision board like just get you a vision board and um work that out you feel me and Figure out exactly what it is that you need to go feel. And after you take a deep breath, you get your vision board, relive that situation, forgive the people that you need to forgive, and move on and move forward. You and do what you need to do to get it out of your system. I talk about for me, it it goes it does for me, I like to talk about stuff that I've been through and I like to talk about it and post it and say this, this, that, and the third. That is my whole entire thing. I like to post about it, talk about it, because that's just me. I'm comfortable doing that. If you're not comfortable doing that or you feel awkward, people do that, then whatever. Whatever you need to do to get it up out your system, get it up out your system. Because I can tell you right now, it's nothing like waking up and not feeling no type of way towards nobody who's done you wrong. It is the greatest feeling in the world. Your mental health will be clear. I tell people I used to have depression. 
I don't, I don't, like, I had to, like, stop myself from saying, oh, I have depression. I'm like, no, I used to have depression. I used to have PTSD. I used to have this. I used to have that. And guess what? I take me days. What is a me day? A me day is where I spend probably, like, I want to say between $100 to $200 on myself for a day, right? And but what does that include on your me day or your me time? This includes me having to be able to sit back. Do nothing at all for the day. I ain't worried about doing no podcast. I ain't worried about my YouTube channel. I ain't worried about nothing. I'm not even worried about the sweat that I probably might sweat. I do everything that I want to do. And then the next day, I come back refreshed. And when do I take me days? I take me days at least once a month or twice a month, depending on how many that I need. Like if I like if I know all I've been doing is just working and going home, working and going home, working and going home, right? getting into the mundane, boring thing that I possibly don't want to do. And don't get me wrong, I love that I'm working. It's just that I wanted to have. I know that a job is not for me. Like me owning business, this is for me. So, you know, I love, so even though I love working, I'd rather be working on my own business. So when I have to go back to the same place every day, I feel like, like, here we go again. But I, but I, but I know that it helps me get to where I need to be at. Um, also I want to say this, set you some goals, set you some six months goal, a year ago and a five year goal. And actively work on it because the best way to combat mental illness is to replace the time that you will spend dwelling on whatever you're feeling or being doped up on drugs that they try to give you that has a million and one side effects. Like, for a day, I did this on me. The next time y'all see a commercial, right? The next time that y'all see a commercial, on God, sit back, watch the commercial. After you sit back and you watch it watch little small print in there right you'll see people dancing and singing and living their best life right looking like they're having fun but look at the side effects at the bottom heart failure blood clots this that and that what they say fast because guess what while they're showing you the visual right of happiness and what you call this is why imagery is important imagery is important because it sends signals to the brain and the spirit and it says hmm if you allow it to, you know, get you, you'll be like, oh, wow, this is a beautiful commercial. Oh, entire time they're telling you the side effects of the medication. You just sitting there like, hmm, I don't know. Huh? I, I just don't know how I hit these streets. Like, nah, like that's not the move, y'all. I'm telling y'all. So, get it together. Breathe. Learn how to take a deep breath. Appreciate life for itself. Take the lessons from things that happen to you in life because you don't want to be doped up and on drugs, okay? I was in what y'all would call a crazy house, mental institution. And on the outside, it don't look like nothing, but when you see the people jugged out and zombie state-like, you'll be like, that ain't it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And then the bounce back from that is a lot harder than people what people make it seem. Like, because you'll feel, like, you'll feel good when you need her. Then, boom. 
but it's only because you drugged up. And being drugged up and not being, no, that's not it. You don't want to be drugged up because you don't want to be drugged up because you have mental issues or you don't want to be drugged up because you cracked or you don't want to be drugged up because of same things. Like, nah, that's not it. It's not. I know it's not. So get it together for me. Get it together for you. Get together for your kids' kids. Get it together for everything else. But mostly get it together for yourself because honestly, the medicine wasn't helping. Like, it really wasn't. What helped me truly get over my depression, my PTSD, and a whole lot of stuff was honestly me coming in contact with my spirit and my mind and saying, we not going to do this no more. And me making a choice to be like, I don't want to be in this predicament no more. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be sad no more. I don't want to be crying no more. I'm tired of crying about the same shit over and over again. Yes, it's how this made me feel, but it, I acknowledged my part in that I had. And I acknowledged the other parts so that I did not have nothing to do with it. I forgave myself. I forgave the people in the situation. I mostly forgave myself and I moved forward from it. And I said, I will never let this happen to me again. And I said, from now on... I just know not to be so naive or be so blindsided or to think that things can't happen to me because of this. And I'm not going to say it was a humbling experience. It's an experience that knocked me down, but also put me back up to a place where now I'm better than, than the injury that I was months ago before all of this happened. Like, I think, like, this injury now, I want to say is amazing. I love her, like, because she can bounce back. She's forgiving her. Like, it's just amazing. Like, this whole test, I feel like I passed it because right now I can say thank you. Like, right now I would thank my family for kicking me out, for abusing me, for doing me wrong, for doing me dirty, for doing everything that they've done to me. I forgive everybody. I thank everybody for all the trauma that they caused. You be like, oh, that's just delusional. It's not delusional. It's healthy. It really is because I know that my mental isn't cracked and I know that my mental isn't broken. I know that I'm not sitting here crying and wondering it's not and outside of my face like it's not fair. Life isn't great. Life isn't good. Like, no, I'm not doing that. It feels great. It feels amazing now to know exactly that I can get over certain things if it was to happen and that and I know that I can be my own hero if I have to be. So, you guys, that's the podcast on mental health. You guys, I hope you guys enjoyed it because I enjoyed talking about it. I really, you know, I really enjoyed it. I really just giving out a real because people not going to talk about it. It's like the big elephant in the room. And with this being a whole elephant in the room, I really feel like we just need to address it. And we need to really break it down because the elephant in the room really isn't an elephant at all. It's just life that's been happening to us. So don't let life drive you to a place where you don't want to be at or put you in a predicament where now you over there and you can't even save yourself. So save yourself. Love yourself. Be your number one fan. Be your own hero. And I ain't going to say it's going to be easy because it's not. It's not easy at all. But really love yourself enough to know that you're worth saving. And that this whole mental health thing isn't isn't where you want to be at with when it comes down to sadness and woe is me because that ain't it. It's not. I'm telling you right now. 
it honestly is not the move and if you go out there and you think like oh my gosh i can be able to nah just take a breather accept be yourself that's all i'm gonna say be yourself love yourself forgive yourself forgive others don't hold grudges be amazing be positive try your hardest to not to not beat yourself up because i'm telling you if you beat yourself up, they'll drug you up. And trust me, when you drugged up, you're going to be beating yourself up. Plus, you're going to be drugged up. And it's just going to put you in a place where you do not want to be at. So, be your own hero. Save yourself. Love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Understand that you have to save you. And that you're an amazing person. And that you have everything that you already need in life. And that you don't have to go out and out of yourself to look for answers. That's the podcast. <laughs>